Let me just read this passage of God's Word together. We're going to look at verses 14 to 16. We're just going to meditate on a few verses today. And children, if you listen into these verses, there's going to be some prizes later. So let's listen in. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. This little little passage is utterly jaw-dropping to the people listening to it. Jesus had been teaching uh, people who had just started to follow him. They'd followed him into the wilderness, and they were listening to him teach. And he's just preached possibly the most famous sermon of all time called the Beatitudes, and he told them what it is to follow him. But notice, he calls them the light of the world. So he calls the people following him the light of the world. And that's where I might need some help from some of the, some of the younger ones here, um, because I have a light here. It's a first century light. You might call it a candle. They would have called it a lamp. Now, here it is. Now, here's my lamp. Now, uh, this lamp, what is the purpose of a lamp? What is the purpose of a lamp? Yes, Joss. To shine light. Okay, what does that light help you do? Helps you see. Does it do anything else? Helps you see. What does that light, does it make you feel anything when you're in the dark? So the dark makes you feel scared, but the light does what? Makes you feel safer, so it comforts. So the light helps you see, and it comforts you. And it destroys darkness, doesn't it? That lamp destroys darkness. It helps you see your way around dangers, and it comforts you. So if that's our little light there, let's think about what Jesus is saying. Now, at the very beginning of this whole sermon that Jesus had been teaching, now the reason I'm talking to you about this now is because I was given a totally free hand about what to preach on. And God was really um, kind to me uh, during my quiet times, and I, I found this really encouraging, and I wanted to encourage you guys with it too. So this is completely out of context. Normally we go through a book, um, so let me just give us some context to where we are now. Um, Jesus has been talking to these people who have just started to follow him, and he's talked about the poor in spirit. At the very beginning of this sermon, he talked about Blessed are the poor in spirit. And those poor in spirit were people who recognized that they needed Jesus. They weren't proud. They weren't relying on their own righteousness. They were poor in spirit. They had come to Jesus. And because they'd come to Jesus, they might become like Jesus. It says they would be merciful, pure in heart, peacemakers, persecuted, like little Jesuses, like little Christs, like little lights in the darkness. Now, I don't know why you're here this morning, and I'm just so pleased you are. 
but I wouldn't mind betting that part of many of your stories about how you ended up in a church on a Sunday today was because you had seen the light in another Christian's life at some point. Maybe that is not your faith yet. There'll be people here this morning who do not yet follow Jesus. But I would imagine you might have seen some light in someone's life who follows Jesus. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. And for those of you that did follow Jesus, I think you did see some light. This is jaw-dropping. Jesus is calling them the light of the world. Now, um, have a look at this, folks. Um, I've got here, I did a risk assessment. I've got a bowl, uh, and this is my bowl. And I'm going to place it over here. My, my lamp is useless. So this lamp I bought from Ikea some time ago, uh, and I'm really upset how useless my lamp, my light is. It's rubbish. It's terrible. So do you know what I'm going to do? I'm not joking. I'm going to call the Ikea complaints line. Here we go. You ready? I'll put it here so you can hear. Can you hear that? Yoo-hoo, Ikea complaints department. Okay, hi there. I've got a complaint to make. The lamp that I've bought is useless. Uh, no, this, this, is, this is just my first century Palestinian lamp, and it, uh. it's rubbish. I tell you what, I, I've, I'm really unhappy with it. It's not shining any light. There's no light coming out of my lamp. Hmm. Have you tried turning it off and turning it back on? Uh, I, 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 I mean, I've blown it out before and turned it back on again, but it's still not working. Um, I've tried trimming the, the wick. I've tried... Um, lighting it, but it's doing nothing. There is no light coming out of my lamp. I'm, 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 I would really like to make a complaint, please. Okay. Well, um, what else is going on with the lamp? Well, I, I mean, I have put it under a bowl. You put it under a bowl? Yes, I put it under a bowl. Uh, I put the lamp under a bowl. Is that not... I mean, what, what would you suggest? Well, how could you expect a light to shine if it's underneath a bowl? Okay, okay, right. Well, I'm listening to you, uh, but I'm afraid um, my time's running out on my credit, so I'm going to have to go. But thank you for your advice. Thank you. There we go. All done. Um, now, we can see my lamp is under a bowl. Now, let's just think about this now. In the passage here that we read, it said that it, we're supposed to put it under a on a stand and not under a bowl. Now, isn't Jesus being a bit ridiculous here? He actually is being quite comical. He says that this is the problem. The problem is not with the lamp. The problem is instead with the bowl. That we put the bowl on top of the lamp. Christians should give out light in a dark world. Now, goodness knows that. I don't think this, this year is any different to any previous year. I remember during COVID, we were like, we've got a really dark year ahead and, you know, things will get better one day. But we haven't got COVID around particularly anymore and it still feels pretty dark. I don't know about you. But Christians are supposed to be luminous, giving off light, drawing people to the Father. Therefore, Jesus says, let the light shine. But notice what Jesus is not saying. And I want you to really see this. He's not saying, try and burn a bit brighter, okay? Listen, you Christians out there, burn a bit brighter. You need to sort of uh, lighten up a bit or uh, 
get on fire for Jesus. Stoke those fires, try a bit harder, pull your socks up, burn brighter. We are light in Jesus. When we come, poor in spirit to Jesus, a fire is set inside us. We become a light, a lamp to a dark world. If that is you, you have the light. The light is there in a dark, dark world. So what questions would Jesus ask us this morning in this dark world? Now, I'm going to leave some time between each of these questions, some thinking time. These are questions that perhaps Jesus might ask us when we think about our own light. Why do you keep yourself to yourself? Do you realize the light that you are if you put your faith in Jesus? Are you afraid of drawing attention to yourself? Do you realize what is possible when your light is able to shine? What are the safe places and times in which you hide from others? How, as a church, do we keep our light from the world outside? Let's have a take a look at the little passage that we read just now. So if you could just go back to that little reading that you had before open in front of you in Matthew chapter 5. What exactly are your bowls that you are hiding your lamp under? Let's read the beginning of verse 14, okay? You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. And then let's read the end of it, verse 16. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Now, I have a bowl here. I haven't told my wife I'm doing this, but I'm sure she'll be fine with it. Um, so here's a bowl. So this is, this is a fairly classic Ikea bowl. Uh, and um, we're going to think about what are your bowls that you place over the lamp of faith that comes out. Now, I think that one of them is that we, we, we're forgetful, aren't we? We are forgetful as people. And I think we forget our purpose. So I'm going to put forget purpose. Okay? So we've got, we forget our purpose. Now let's look at those verses that we've just read there. Um, so we are the light of the world. Okay? So that's, that's kind of who 
we are, um, but what is our purpose? Do you see in the end of verse 16? Let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Not see your good deeds and therefore you'll get into heaven. Not your purpose isn't therefore to do good deeds and therefore God will love you more. It's not that. So that other people may see your deeds, do them before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Your purpose is to show people how good your God is. We forget our purpose. What things do we replace it with? Well, speaking from my own experience, things I've uh, mistakenly replaced that purpose for has been promotion. I don't shine at work because I don't want to upset people. That has happened before. I've sought promotion. Popularity. Plenty of us kids in here, I know how hard it is at school sometimes where you want to be popular. So we forget our purpose to shine Jesus to people for popularity. Perhaps it's property. Perhaps we have to earn more money so we can get that a right amount of deposit against a property. We forget what our purpose is here on planet Earth. We are shown that that is a bowl that we can hide it with. But then I think the other thing we can do, because we're forgetful, is I think we can forget the power of the gospel. Okay, forget the power. Okay, forget the power. So we've got the, forget the purpose. Oh, we've gone out. There we go. That's not actually very biblical. The light doesn't go out. I've purposely got air gaps in there. Right. Let's give that a go. Let's see if that still goes. It's still going at the moment. We forget the power. Let's read verse 15 in this. Neither do people... uh, Light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Now, Jesus was talking to the most average bunch of people you could imagine. Um, when you, if you don't believe me, read Acts or read anything about the disciples and they were normal people with an extraordinary faith, but they were very, very normal people. Now, you may think, well, I'm not a very sort of big candle, really. I don't shine particularly brightly. But actually, one of these candles here, even a very small candle like this, I've done my research, and this little candle here is visible to the human eye 1.6 miles away. Okay, 1.6 miles. To put that into context, um, 80 years ago, there were bombs dropping from the sky on this part of Birmingham as the Luftwaffe, the German Air Force, were flying overhead. And it was illegal to show a single little candlelight at nighttime because it would identify this as Birmingham, which was uh, where many of the factories were. And they could see this from 1.6 miles up. That's twice as far as actually they were flying above our heads. And they could see a single candlelight. You may feel weak. You may feel like you don't have a great deal to shine, but let me tell you that Jesus values even the smallest shining of a candle. If you uh, flip forward to Matthew uh, chapter 10, verse 42. Now, I think 
this just shows you that Jesus really values even the small things. Um, Matthew 10, 42 says, And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that reward, that person will certainly not lose their reward. Now, even a small pinprick of light in darkness can travel miles. When you make the people in your workplace a cup of coffee and you show them that you love them because you've been loved, that is powerful. When you are scared of speaking about the gospel because you think it might get bad, remember what Jesus said in Mark chapter 13, verse 11. It says, whenever you are arrested and brought to trial, do not worry beforehand about what you say. Just say whatever is given to you at the time, for it is not you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. If you are afraid of shining your light to your colleagues because you might get asked questions you don't know the answer to, there's power in the spirit that's given to you. And of course, Romans chapter 1 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. Uh, I'm praying that, it won't be my words, but that somehow God will have spoken to you through that. Please identify what your bowls are that you hold, hold, hide your light with. I can't necessarily know what they are. Others in your life may know and may see. That's why we're in community. Do ask people, how do I hide my light? But just remember what the complaints department for IKEA, what they said. It's right. Okay? There's nothing wrong with the lamp. It's where I'm putting it that's the problem. Now, what I've got now for the, for the kids um, is, and I don't know if we've got enough of them, but young little ones, if we could, if you want to come up, I've got some prizes for some people who do like to do a little bit of a memory verse, okay? Do you want to come up? Come up, come up. Let's, come on. I've got two volunteers so far. This is going to be a short memory verse. Right. Anyone want to have a go? Well done, Rasheen. Fantastic. Right. All you've got to do is hold one of these. Right. Now, uh, we're going to need some help from the grown-ups, okay, because we're going to need two hands each by, by the looks of things. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, well done. Do you want to grab one of these? Right, grab that. Do you want to take that? Uh, yeah, why not, Johnny? That'd be great. If you could come here. Right. Brilliant. Do you want to hold this? Brilliant. Hold it up so everybody can see it. Fantastic. Okay. That's right. Hold it up. That's good. There we go. Now. There we go. Now, Johnny. Lois is keen. Fantastic. You can stand down, Johnny. Right. Now, I've written out the very last verse that we've read here together. Now, what it says is this. Now, I wonder... Looking at, the, um, looking at the number that are upside down, okay, I wonder if my teaching isn't the greatest. But let's give this a go. Right, so we've got a memory verse. Now, Joss, I know how smart you are. Okay, you're gonna, it's your job to try and put these in order, right? And I want the first one where I'm stood here. So the first one says, let your light. Who's got let your light? Do you want to come up here? Do you want to stand there? So, ready? Let your light shine before others. Shine before others. So, should I put this one here? 
let your light shine before others. Who's done that? Okay. Um, that they may see, that they may see. There we go. That they may see. It's all right, don't worry. I don't. <laughs> that they may see. I, there's no fire, it's all right. <laughs> your good deeds, your good deeds, that's, okay there. Your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. That's fantastic, right. Right, and then the verse is Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Okay, Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. You can go in there if you want, Micah. You can, you can, you can hold it if you want. Okay, fantastic. So, should we read out together, folks? It would be nice to have your help as well, because um, they've done such a great job. Let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Right, what we're going to do now is, um, Josh, keep yours up, okay? Do you want to put yours down there? Put yours down, that's fantastic. And uh, Micah, do you want to put yours down? Everyone else keep holding it. Let's see if you guys can remember this, folks. We're testing the grown-ups, they're going to help us, okay? Um, So it says, let your shine before... Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Fantastic. Right. Shall we put down a few more? Right. Shall we, shall we, hold, shall we put down this one? Joss, hold yours down. Hallie, do you want to just put yours down? That's it. Fantastic. Shall we see how they do it now? Let's do it one more time, right? It, ready? Let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify God. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Fantastic. Right. Now, let's take them all down. All down. Does anyone think they can remember it? Anyone got any ideas? Micah reckons he can. Go on, go on, Micah, you go. Whoa. Do you reckon you can remember it, Joss? That they may. Whoa. Fantastic. Right, folks. Thank you. You can grab a seat now. Now, obviously, that's all committed to your memory forever now. Um, So, a big thank you there. Right. Wonderful. Thank you so much for bearing with me on that. And we've managed not to set fire to the room. Let's just pray before we finish. Father God, thank you so much for um, the light that you have given us in Jesus Christ. I pray, Father, that you would help us identify what the bowls are that we hide our hope under. I pray for each of us now that we will know what a great God you are, and that we should know both your, uh, your power and 
we'd also know our purpose. In Jesus' name, amen.